Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So Republicans only need one seat in the Senate to retake the Senate, to uh, put the hands back in their side and take away the gavel from Chuck Schumer and make sure that uh, Biden's agenda can't even get through, no matter if Joe Manchin or Kirsten Sinema even want it to. Now, the problem with that is there's so many weak Republicans, so many weak Republicans who consistently cave to the demands of our opposition, and they are the reason why this country is going down the tubes. We have won elections more since the 1960s than our opposition, yet we keep losing ground culturally, socially, politically, and even when Republicans control all three branches of government, and when they have a trifecta even, it seems as if the left keeps getting cultural victories every single week. And we don't use power to push back on them. And so many Republicans in Congress don't do this. They're weak. They're milk toast, They're rhinos. They don't want to do anything. They just want to rack in the donor money. And we understand that at this point. But what we do need to know is that we have elections coming up. And electoral politics, no matter what we think of it, no matter how black-pilled we may be on it, is probably still our only way out at this point, at least for most people. Obviously, we have the based Zoomers, me and the boys. We're going to be taking over the institutions. We're going to be doing our own long march through the institutions to take back our country the same way our opposition did so we could take back the culture. But most of the people watching this video may be Gen X or they're Boomers, and they just want to live their lives, but they can help out by voting properly. And that starts in primary election cycles where you have opportunities to take out weak incumbents. And we talked about the House a little bit in the last video, but in this video, I think it's very important because that's where the magic happens. And we could see this right here that we have these elections coming up. And this map right here basically shows where the incumbents are, where the retirements are. And we're going to be talking about open seat primaries in Missouri, Alabama, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. Five rhinos essentially just retiring. We have clear-cut pickup opportunities of decent candidates. And I know some people, including myself, are a little bit black-pilled about the Ohio and Pennsylvania primaries, but we got to get the best upgrades we can get. It's called we do a little bit of pragmatism, and then we demand more, and then we push these people to the right. We keep them in check, obviously. So I'm not going to be talking about those in this video, but I will be talking about who could we actually primary out of the Senate because there's several candidates that need to go. And looking at this map, there are several people. Now, are we going to be able to primary everybody out? Probably not. It's probably not feasible. But there are probably three, maybe even four senators who I think we logistically can get rid of. Maybe five, but Trump decides to endorse weak candidates sometimes, and it just it, it puts a damper in our plans. It really does. Donald Trump, we love him. You can't live with him, and you can't live without him when it comes to these endorsements. Obviously, he's helped out a lot of great people. There's a few people he's endorsed who he shouldn't have endorsed in the first place, and I'm going to critique him for it where I see fit. So here's the map right here, and I want to start with Alaska because Lisa Murkowski is awful. 
She should not even be able to legally call herself a Republican. It has little even to do with her impeachment of, of Trump at this point. Just look at how she votes on every issue. How does she vote on immigration? How does she vote on infrastructure when it comes to supporting the pork field legislation from Biden? Obviously, look at her entire record. Susan Collins is a consistent conservative compared to Lisa Murkowski. I think she voted against Kavanaugh. Uh, she, she voted present, I think, because somebody couldn't vote yes. I mean, you look at her entire record. It's awful, awful grade from Numbers USA. And, and what is her stances that are actually considered right-wing? They're the Bush neocon positions of free trade and interventionism. And we don't need that. Out with the old, in with the new. Kelly Shibaka, she's solid on all the issues. Uh, not a whole lot of people really know about her. She's, you know, doing her thing up in Alaska. It's not a very notable state. I've been there, so I know it exists on, like, New Mexico. But uh, that is a state that we definitely need to look into. Lisa Murkowski, I think, can go. People will say, well, Red Eagle, you forgot about 2010. She lost the primary and won on a write-in. But we're a lot more polarized now than we were back then. I know the ranked choice voting thing might mess things up a little bit. And either way, we got to get rid of these jungle primaries and things like that. They're ridiculous. Uh, they definitely hold back the interests of the people who want to push their parties in different directions who may not have the say because of the big money involvement. But save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Either way, Alaska, Trump is focusing on it too. So there's two other states that Trump may focus on, and we're going to talk about other, you know, long shots as well. But South Dakota, John Thune, Mitch's boy. Trump called him Mitch's boy. He wanted to primary him. Uh, he said Noam should run for it, which I don't really know what Trump's obsession with Christy Noam is because she's just downright awful. Uh, but what I will say is that John Thune, getting rid of him would be huge. And his approval rating has dipped significantly from, you know, before the 2020 election to the point where I think it is possible. But they have to find the right candidate. And if they don't find the right candidate, they are going to struggle. But it seems like Mark, Mark Morey, if Trump does endorse that guy— Maybe there's a shot because he's, you know, served in, in office there. And South Dakota, I think 30% of the vote went to a challenger for Mike Rounds. So it's possible they're open to it. A decent percentage of the electorate is open to supporting a primary challenger. So you never know. It could happen. And then we go down to the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, what is, it, what is it even known for? I mean, you have native reservations, you have the Oklahoma City Thunder, you have casinos that a lot of people from the DFW area like to go to. But what we do know is that Trump has not endorsed Lankford. Lankford is awful. He apologized. He said, well, Republicans uh, questioning results in 2020 is racist. Like, that's like something you would hear from like the far left because it literally makes zero sense even within their lack of a moral framework. I mean, it's ridiculous. This guy's been awful. He's bad on immigration. He's bad on trade, bad on foreign policy. He needs to go. We need somebody in there who will fight for rural Oklahomans, who will fight for the base in the state. I mean, you look at the state, it is what percentage Republican, like in the 60s now? Democrats have not won a county 
in the state of Oklahoma at the presidential level since 2000. And that's when they were winning like counties in like southeastern Oklahoma. It's ridiculous. So Oklahoma, that's another one. We need a primary challenger there for sure. Uh, We have one, Jackson Lamier, and a lot of Trump advisors have endorsed him. So I am hoping that Trump endorses. Trump has endorsed a lot of rhinos. He endorsed them in Idaho, Arkansas, South Carolina. But still, I will say this. He hasn't endorsed in South Dakota or Oklahoma. So he is definitely open to it, obviously. So who else could be primaried out of there? I mean, Marco Rubio's been weak, but he's just an electoral juggernaut, sadly. He's not likely to be primary. John Neely Kennedy, he's been all right. Um, it seems like Boozman, he has two challengers. Jan Morgan, who's like America first through and through, immigration moratorium, etc. And then you have like the controlled opposition primary challenger, the former NFL player, Jake Baguette. And I don't really know what's going to happen. I'd like to see some polls there. I think Boozman could go down if it was just like him and Morgan or him and Baguette. But it doesn't seem like with the both of them in there, that it's likely to happen, which is why Baquette really jumped in the race to begin with. It was to save Boozman's ass. And uh, South Carolina, you have Tim Swain going up against Tim Scott. Um, now, I don't know what's going to happen on that front, but Trump endorsing Tim Scott and the fact that so many Republican primary voters are cucked due to optical purposes that they'll just vote for uh, Tim Scott for his complexion, despite him being just absolutely awful on a wide variety of issues is just sad, but whatever. Uh, Chuck Grassley, I mean, he's he's old, but, you know, he'll likely win the primary no matter what because everyone loves him for some reason, even though he's kind of weak. And then you have Mike Lee in Utah, who is awful, but he has, like, primary challengers from, like, the Lincoln Project or something. He doesn't even have a primary challenger from the right that I'm aware of, and he has a lot of money. The Mormons there love him. He's a Mormon. It's going to be tough for anybody to really unseat Mike Lee. But then you have Idaho— and you have Mike Crapo, who is just awful. And I say crap. I know it's Crapo. I say Crapo because he is awful. Okay. In 2016, he was, you know, not even endorsing Donald Trump until like the day of the election. He took back the endorsement after the, the Billy Bush tape because he was like, oh, this is a this is an assault on women in our democracy or something. He's just a pansy. What a loser. Just that in and of itself should warrant a primary challenger. But no, he cozies up to Trump during his administration, despite still having a neoconservative voting record, and that's enough to get the Trump endorsement, sadly. So that's really it for these primary challengers. This is the new roundup. I think there's three we have a legitimate shot at. I think there might be one or two that are like long shots, and then the rest of them are probably going to stay. But either way, we got to start improving. We improve from the bottom up, and I think we're going to be doing that in the midterms, definitely. We got to get the ball rolling now, because if we don't get the ball rolling now, we are going to lose our country for good, and we don't want that to happen. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.